0: This is Actor Self Coach, the actor's resource for emotional well being. This is your phenomenal life. Know this there's nothing you can't do, there's no problem you can't solve if you learn to manage your mind. So let's go. Hello, and welcome to episode 19 The Compound Effect for actors. I'm in the days where life, the days just seem to fill up. The holiday season as an actor, wife, mother, daughter are lovely for me. I have much for which to be grateful, but I notice (laughs) though that I seem to be constantly touching base with the thought, when will I book again? I had a flurry of auditions recently at once, and now the slow drip is happening. Holidays, my demographic, all the reasons that come in my head that float up unbidden for why I'm not booking. And I also notice without judgment that sometimes I want to blame something outside of myself And when I was truly excited about having the rest of this year, with more time to devote to family concerns, my mother's needs in assisted living, having actual dinner at an actually palatable dinner time, still these thoughts, they come up. Is my agent doing enough? I find that thought. Should I change my hair color? I find myself thinking, what is my worth? And That can circle around and around. As soon as we're in the ready lane, as freeing as that can be, as much as you might have wanted some time to not be rehearsing or producing the acting work, the thoughts rise up. And I can manage my mind pretty damn well these days, so it still happens. It will always happen. This is how we roll. Actors, love you. Compound. This word comes from the Latin word, and yes, I I actually studied Latin years ago for five years. Uh, I sort of learned about theater and drama from that teacher, not because he was trying to teach us that, but because of just who he was, Mr. Campbell, with his hair slicked down, covering... The lack of hair on top of his head sort of greased and slipping down, but he would do annually a toga party for us, and I learned a lot about theater then. I loved putting those sheets on, pretending I was Roman, thinking about vomitoriums and bacchanals and all of those things, so it's actually one of my introductions to the way we used to rock and roll with theater, the early Greeks, the early Romans, at any rate... This word, like so many of our words, comes from the Latin word which means to put together. It's probably something like compoundare, but again, that Latin was many, many moons ago. And there is a definition in chemistry where two or more things combine to make a new thing. And the word is also used in finance for interest rates and whatnot. You've probably remember talking of compound interest rates, compound put it in your bank and ignore it and it will work for you. But for us, for actors and for all humans really, but the compound effect is the undeniable acceleration of our lives when we take small consistent steps in any direction. Not in all directions my friends in any direction. So if you if you're in the center of this circle, and all around you, all of your life choices. You can go in any direction. And the key is to keep taking small steps in that same direction until you make a conscious decision to revolve and go another way. And you don't stop just because something's tough, because something didn't go the way you wanted to, because something is using more energy or requires more creative thought to do it. You don't stop because of that. You give it time. And when you do that, the compound effect like magic will accelerate everything you're doing. And it will grow disproportionately in the future. So for now, every day you make a little advance or you don't advance, but you learn something feels like a fail, but it's really just, oh, knowledge, that didn't work. I see. I see. Here we go. Back on our feet again. That's how we rehearse, right? We'd, if, if it were just perfect getting up from the read-through, wh- where's the creativity in that? Where do we evolve in that? No, we've got to go. Small steps, one scene at a time, one beat at a time. Sometimes we have to go down to what does this word mean? What does this word mean? Compound, put together. The undeniable acceleration of our lives when we take small, consistent steps in any direction. That is the compound effect for us actors. And This holds true in our lives generally and in our work particularly. And we take this for granted sometimes. We dismiss the beauty of the small step. We see the glory of the grand gesture, the big moment, the shock and awe of an exciting life, but the key to evolving your mind is absolutely simple. Small, consistent steps. I know, not sexy. But the end result is Because each step is compounded, and even when there is a fail, as I was saying, something to learn happens. Well, that scene was flat. That choice was a non-event. That date was boring. We learn, and the accumulation of that knowledge compounds. So let's take our work as actors. There's a work itself. Crafting the character, script work, table work, research, rehearsal on your feet, direction, tech performance. I know that's largely theater based, but there's some version of it in all of our streaming media as well. We all find our way with this from show to show, and we discard any process that doesn't work for us. We age out of it. We find ways to do it differently. We learn differently. We work differently. We're influenced by directors, by fellow actors, by our peers. We change what we do. Some from the outside in, how you develop a character. Others from the inside out. Some from a private place that strengthens and grows to surprise even us. And others with a throw-it-all-on-the-wall artistry and a carving away to find what sticks, what resonates. Some of us crave direction that feels mandatory so we can push against it. We respond to the pressure. Some of us thrive with collaboration and a congenial environment. We feel safe there. Some of us need to talk everything through and some journal and improve in our living room, speaking to our, you know, disinterested cats or slightly worried dogs. Mind, by the way, my dog does not like accents of any kind, just absolutely gets neurotic. He's more and more used to it now, you'd think, after the years, but he's 13 now. And he has been through it with us, with our auditions and (laughs) self-tapes. I don't know if anyone has that situation with their pets. But beyond that, beyond the way we work, there is the opportunity to compound our creative work. Let's take accent work. So you have your technique, however you work on an accent. However you work in rehearsal and that is yours and you've honed it through the years or maybe you're fresh out of school and you're just starting and you don't even have a technique yet and that will come. It's a very personal journey. You try things on. It's like someone takes you to a closet that's not yours and says, Please find what works for you in here. You're just There's going to be a lot of trying on and discarding and clothes on the floor. It's the same way with finding your process through rehearsal, what works for you. But back to the compound effect. Let's go with accent work. Whether you have an ear for dialect work or not, you likely have a process for learning a new one. Let's assume that you do. You have a process you use. The compound effect for us here is that once you develop a technique for adopting these new sounds with one dialect, the next one goes into your brain faster because of the pathways you had to pave to learn the first one. You may not even know this is happening, but it's happening in your brain. The primitive brain doesn't like these new sounds. It thinks this is going to take a lot of energy, so I'd rather just sound the way I usually do or stick with the ones I've grown up around and have an easier time recognizing and mimicking and making my own. Our primitive brain's like, no, no, if I didn't hear it growing up, no, I'm going to find it hard. I'm going to find it difficult. It's going to take a lot of energy. So we have to override that because of a role. The first time we decide, do I work with a coach the production has one, that's great, or not? Do I hire one on my own? Do I have a friend who can do this accent or is from there? Do I listen to tapes or do I find real life examples? Do I write everything down phonetically? Do I practice alone or with others? Which sounds are more complicated for me? Which ones tangle my tongue up? And all through the steps we develop for making this dialect our own, our brain is forging a path. Neurons are firing to get this done as efficiently as it can to conserve our energy, you know, for that bear outside the cave. So there are steps we choose to take to learn it. That first time. And there is the compound effect that we will benefit from the next time we learn a new dialect. Even as the sounds, the part of the world, the culture, the way our tongues have to manipulate to get the tone we seek, even as all of this changes with a new accent, the brain will see, oh, this is not that accent thing. This is that thing, I remember this, I have to fire up this pathway, and this one and that one, and our brains, again, needing to conserve energy wherever possible, will open up those pathways even faster. It's as if the first time we work on this, there are tall grasses and weeds and murk slogging in our way. And as we learn the dialect, some of the tall grasses are cut down. And as we learn the second, there is more signage in our minds. Look over there. That's the path that worked last time. And the next time we have lower grass and the signage is more clear and maybe there's some gravel thrown down so we can walk easy, easier or it's, it's beaten down and a lovely path, maybe some flowers go because actually we could enjoy it a little bit this time. Literally, our brain, our prefrontal decision brain has made us start this with each of the small steps enough times that the primitive brain can take over some of this and make it a bit more fluid. The primitive brain loves habits. It loves to do it without having to think too much. That's why we brush our teeth more habitually now. We don't have to think about it or put it on a calendar. We just do what we eat because our primitive brain's like, we got to survive. We got to eat. We drink water because of that. But the primitive brain loves a habit. So as you work on a dialect, which is our example today, your primitive brain thinking, how can I make this a habit because I really don't want to to do this work again? The compound effect works to make each successive dialect easier to learn than it would be if we had not ever started. Now this doesn't mean if you're studying a dialect from one corner of the world that comes easier to you, perhaps because the sounds are more familiar or you've had more exposure to those voices, it doesn't mean that kind of effect. That just means Your talents lie in that direction because of nature or nurture. It does mean if you're learning, let's say, a Slavic tongue, and it would have taken you two weeks to nail it without the compound effect, you might learn it in one. So it is more efficient for you. That is why some actors become known for their dialect work, because they do them. We can all get good at this but you have to do them. If you always wait for a role that requires that dialect, you're not going to have the compound effect working for you as much. And that's okay. It will just take longer. You will get there. It's okay. But if you want to get good at something, use the compound effect. Do those small, consistent steps. You might even think, back to the accent example, you might even think, I'm going to learn one accent a year whenever I'm in the ready lane. I'm just going to work on it because that keeps your brain knowing that path. And you never know. Someone may call and say, can you do this accent? And you'll be like, actually, I can. Actually, I've got a baseline on that. I could get that up and running in in 48 hours because I did the work already. My brain knows the way. When actors have that facility, people hire them to do more because they believe they can. The actors have that confidence. And these actors, they had to start with that first one. And now 8, 10, 12 dialects in, their brain is so efficient. And yes, it might be because they have that innate talent, that ear, but it also could be because they kept doing it for 10 or 15 minutes a day sometimes. It can be that little. And the compound effect carried them on to more and more and more efficiency. Like the piano player who starts with the simplest pattern on the keyboard. The compound effect works here. Practice makes perfect. Again, who amongst us really believes perfection is artistic? But I digress. Because the brain gets to forge and then reuse a path. And this is even if you spend 10 minutes a day learning that scale on the piano or 10 minutes a day working on that dialect. It is not the amount of time. It is the consistent steps. If you imagine a graph visualize that in your head. And this is where our financial training helps. If you recall how compounded interest looks, it is a gentle slope upward, as if we're slowly climbing a mountain. And if we look at our careers that way, we get better at the things, the roles, the dialects, the songs, that we take consistent steps to improve. Never tell yourself that 10 minutes a day isn't going to get you anywhere. It can get you everywhere can get you everywhere. And we all think, I don't have enough time. I don't have time to do that. 10 minutes a day, if you keep going, can get you everywhere. Believe it. Even in relationships, what if you told yourself that you were going to focus fully and with love on your partner for 10 minutes every day, whatever that looks like to you. I'm not saying it has to be physical. What if you just focused? You could even just think about them for 10 minutes could do something that they wouldn't even know you're doing for them for 10 minutes a day, whatever that looks like for you. At the end of the month, this is more than the accumulation of time spent focusing on your partner, which would be about five hours if we just added it up. This is the graph gently sloping upward. Each focus time elevates the relationship and builds on the time before. You could spend five hours tomorrow with your partner, and that's great. But if you decide to truly focus for 10 minutes each day on them, and again, they don't even know, need to know this is happening. Your brain will start to find new, more efficient ways to understand them and to understand what your thoughts are about them. And understand who you are in relationship to them. This again doesn't need to be physical time. It can be but just focused This is powerful stuff, and and we don't do it. For the most part, we don't, because we tell ourselves, 10 minutes is not that much. I don't. I'd rather look at my phone. Think about something in your life you want. How can the compound effect help you get there? What small steps can you take every day that get you closer? Or even three days a week, 10 minutes, three days a week. Remember, even a fail is closer because, you know, that didn't work. And that over there, that sure as hell didn't work. Sometimes it'll feel like steps back. But it's not because, remember, your brain is going, that way's blocked with a fallen tree. I'm not going to go that way. That's just going to be a lot of work. I'm going to need a chainsaw to get over there. Your brain will help you. A fail is evolving. Same with fear. Small is great. Feel fear for 10 minutes a day. Some small thing that gives you that feeling of fear. Same with anxiety. Do something that can make you anxious for just 10 minutes a day. Something that you feel safe in doing, but you're a little fearful. Maybe embarrassment. You want to work on embarrassment. You can do something that you find slightly embarrassing for 10 minutes a day, a couple times a week. Compound effect in a year. It will be very hard to embarrass you, my friends. This helps your brain. You have to help your brain. It's like working out in a gym. Remember, it has to do it to find a way to do it. We want to know the way. We want someone to go, this is the way right over here. Um, Here's your ticket. Please go through. Please keep six feet apart. But you know, we want someone to tell us how to do it. I get it. But it's so much more valuable if we figure it out ourselves. That is a gift you give yourself. Please don't underestimate what you can get done in small steps. If there's something you want to start next year, Or today, that you haven't learned to play guitar, write a screenplay, start a business, work in another country. Start with small, consistent steps 10 minutes a day. At the end of the year, that's about 60 hours or two and a half days. And here's the difference. If you spend two and a half days right now on something, that's terrific. You would gain some expertise, but you wouldn't get the compound effect. Because what happens in the brain is it needs to absorb it. And it needs a little bit of time to carve out that path to think, oh, I see. Is that what we did? Yeah, that's what we did. And that can happen when you're asleep. That can happen in other ways through the day. But your brain is getting to work on doing that so it doesn't have to think so hard next time. It's working for you, and you can't get that if you spent the two and a half days right now learning the guitar. It's not the same as if you spent 10 minutes a day doing it. If you spend 10 minutes a day for the year, the same amount of time, the compound effect gets you a very different, very special result. Remember that slope we talked about? What if we're climbing? In real life, we're climbing up some beautiful terrain. Just turn around and take a look. You've climbed the mountain. You've climbed the mountain. And the view is magnificent. So take a step. Decide and go. Look around that circle of possibilities and pick one. Pick two or three. But start with one. Give your brain something to solve make it work for you. Love to you all. Have a beautiful week.